of shiny helmets, spandex jumpsuits, and strange monsters. These heroes force feed you a bowl of awesome that is the Tokudan Podcast. They haphazardly welcome you to the exciting genre of tokusatsu. Now, open wide. <laughs> yeah. So, today is Kaiju Day, and I am so goddamn excited. <laughs> Kaiju Day, Big G is Big here. Big G. So we're going to be talking about Godzilla Singular Point on this new episode. Yes. We're keeping Tokudan in-house this time. I love every yes. person we have on here, but we're keeping it in-house this time. Because we haven't done one yep. with Just Us in a while. So eh, it's, it's been a bit. I miss it's you, man. <laughs> been a minute. Been a minute since we just yelled at each other. So <laughs> Just it's good, Us. I think, I think, honestly, we may have opposing opinions on this this singular point now i, I interesting I, yeah interesting so i love i love big g i do but this was rough this was rough for me okay um well let's give some people some context before we get super into breaking it down this Absolutely. is an anime on netflix let me pull up my little wikipedia cheat sheet here ah uh, yes As I, I pulled up some information for it um this is an anime on netflix that is I don't know who made it actually. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Well, distributed by Toho. Uh, yeah, I mean, Orange that's, that's a game. and um, Orange and. Uh, I don't know who the studio is that actually animated it though. Uh, I'm reading Orange and another one. Bones. Excuse me. Bones. Oh dang! Bones. It's Bones Studio Bones. All right, yeah. that's why it looks amazing. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh yeah, it's pretty. Studio Bones, they've done a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Let me get the full list here because I'm sure I'm going to mess it up. But Razafon, Wolf's Reign, if anyone see Wolf's Reign, the original Full Metal Alchemist. I think they did Brotherhood as well. Yep, they did do Brotherhood. Alreka 7, Darker Than Black. They did the Skull Man anime. There you go. Um, Space Dandy, if anyone's ever seen that. Uh, I believe they did Soul Eater as well. Let me just make sure. Yep, they did do Soul Eater. Uh, wow, Blood, a little more recent stuff. Blood Blockade, Battlefront. I haven't actually watched that one, but they're also the biggest one. My Hero Academia. So no, that's why it's that's like so. I mean, the, the Sakugo is oh yeah, ugh, yeah, beautiful. There's some, there's some good shots in this one. Um, it is very pretty, and I'm not is. never gonna take that. Very pretty, very, very pretty. And so this is, if anyone has seen any of the other Godzilla animes, this is kind of in the same, I don't know, genre of Godzilla where it's kind of metaphorical and trippy and weird um yeah. essentially yeah. godzilla is not the kaiju you would think he is he's not like a atomic radiation thing he's not anything he's a monster from a different dimension kind they of. treat him kind of like a metaphor and manifested like he's Absolutely. like the he's like the result of the worst possible scenario like yeah he's literally the the metaphor for the catastrophe and the symbolism for the catastrophe that they're trying to prevent throughout the whole show let's um, back up let's back up yeah <laughs> all right 
So the, the it's obviously set in our world. There's just no vast difference. The year is um, 2030. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is the future. They do deal a lot with time. And once you, again, my issue with time is that once you put it in there, you got to make it make sense. And holy crap, did they make it make sense to them? <laughs> like for the movie, the science works. Yeah. But you really have to graduate with a, with a master's in anime bullshit science because wow yeah um, i think okay so did you like it um i didn't hate it i okay. i will preface this so i if you guys have ever heard us talk about godzilla before which i talk about godzilla a lot but i am yeah. not a fan of the anime trilogy of movies that came out i think they are garbo um if you watch right. the godzilla tier list i did the one time they are bottom tier of the Godzilla movies. But again, Godzilla, I love you. I hold you precious. I will deal with of you. Of course. Even, even the gross, we, ugly, smelly child, I will deal with you. We speak out of love. Yes. That's the whole but That's the whole point here. I definitely like this way more than those because I feel like those tried to do something similar but failed at uh, it miserably. Um, right. Like okay. When it comes to this whole like metaphorical pseudo-science ideology thing. Um, oh boy! I, I think they tried. That series failed. This series is a little more successful. It doesn't make any sense, but it's more successful than that was. Um, so I, let's talk about what what happens in this world because yeah. Yeah, I guess let's let, maybe if we work through it, we'll probably change. Because I didn't like it. I didn't like it more than I thought I wasn't going to already. You know what I mean? Once it once the once the science stuff started, I was like, okay, I, I know what I'm in for now. Can I accept it for what it is and, and you know, still kind of enjoy this? So and I didn't as much as I wanted to. Yeah. So, like, we are introduced to the people's hero right out the gate, Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar is yep. the focal point of this sh- entire series. And I think that is goddamn amazing because Jet Jaguar he is, is, he so, is so cool. <laughs> so undervalued. Like, this did him justice, but then this should have been called the Jet Jaguar movie. Like... It should have been called Jet Jaguar colon Godzilla singular point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it would have been fine like that. Um, again, yeah. I get it. It's all marketing. It's all money. But yeah. I, honestly, if you, the, taking back every expectation I had and then reevaluating it from that perspective, it's a good movie for Jet Jaguar. A great movie for Jet Jaguar. Um, Probably the best you'll get. <laughs> so the premise to the show, I'm just going to read the little like paragraph blurb that they have oh, yeah, yeah. on here. Yeah. I think it's going to sum it up the easiest way because there's a lot of things to like unpack in this. Um, so much. So we are in Nagashio City in the Chiba Prefecture in the year 2030. Engineer Yun Arakawa of the local do-it-all shop Otoki Factory, who are the ones who built Jet Jaguar, uh, investigates the happenings in a Western-style house long thought abandoned. May Kamino, a graduate student studying imaginary creatures, investigates mysterious signals received from Masakioku, the former Tsugonu district's mm-hmm. administrative building. These two strangers visit completely visiting completely different places as part of a completely different investigation. Both hear the same song. As they become united, they are led into a battle beyond imagination involving the world, the whole world. Godzilla Singular Point features a brand new staff and original story which depicts the young geniuses as they take on an unprecedented threat in the universe with their companions. That is the most simplest, terrible explanation <laughs> I have ever heard for this. <laughs> but it kind of also sums it up. And I think that's kind of the problem with this show. It's like, that sums it up, but that's not quite it. 
it, but how? But is it more than that? Only in the context of the science. Subtract the science. Yeah, Alexa, I mean, that's like, it. The biggest, broadest terms. That's it. That's it. That's it's, it. And that's like, what it should have been. There's so <laughs> many things to this that, like, you can't describe it other than that without going into like a dark, deep, dark hole. Like, no, there's. So they get this song, right? It's described as an Indian folk song. Um, and they pick up this radio signal. That is this yeah. song. And it, so, so that's that, like that's the Western style house that they go to investigate this Otoki factory group of dudes. Um, right. Yud and Habero, I believe, are the two that go. Habero is the big jack dude. Habanero? Yeah. Yeah, Habanero. Also. Habanero is also. He's the one. Habanero and Yun. Um, so they go and investigate the signal. Habanero and Gintama, because don't. Don't. He's Gintama. <laughs> he definitely is Gintama. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, was, I was half waiting for the for the howdy to come out at some point. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> so Habanero right, and Gintama go to this house and they find this weird signal coming from this radio and they find like a code embedded in it. So Yun's like a genius. This dude's a genius. There's no other way to describe it. Yeah, these it. are the smartest characters in the world, by yeah. the way. These are like the brain geniuses. These <laughs> are the ones who are like, if you had a room full of like every mad scientist we have right now, th- that's them. But they're not They're crazy. Doom and Reed Richards. They're, yeah. That's who they are. They're Doom and Reed. They're, yeah. That's how top par they Except are. Except like and, not and yet evil and one like is like, disgustingly good. Yeah, they're just kind of like weird, nerdy people. <laughs> like they're just introverts. That's all they really are. It's kind of funny. Right. Um, yeah. So like they their heroes. Good. No, I was just saying they're heroes by what they do. They're not like heroic. Yeah, they're that, not heroic like, at all. Yeah. Like it, it was kind of jarring almost to not see them. Like you know, like Yun doesn't really like. He has a couple moments where he kind of like steps up, but it's like yeah. half a step up. It's not like all my <laughs> you know. Speaking of my hero, all my pumping out his chest. You know, Detroit smashing things. Like yeah, he's not. He's not yeah. doing stuff like like. Here, like surviving explosions that are go- that are definitely killing people. Like they they definitely survived the most wackadoo shit. Yeah, especially at the end. <laughs> but, yeah, but like when they, before you get to that point, every episode obviously increases the ridiculousness. Yeah, exponentially because you have to sus- you have to believe this. It's almost like magic and science because the science that they try to explain. Obviously, they base it on real world physics, but they also do they? <laughs> well, I'm, do well they? let me say they try to because that's the way they explain it. You know what I mean? They yeah. really try hard to explain it in common tongue so that you can get it. Now, Will Smith put it perfectly, and I'll swear by this forever. There are, he, he says, you're the dumbest smart person I know, and I am one of those. I am the dumbest smart person in the world, one of them. But I try to follow this, and even when they use food, you know what I mean? They even use food to try to explain the science. And I'm like, yeah, that's still not enough, guys. Still not enough. (laughs) But anyway, so you you have to buy into this this science in order for the rest of the kaijus, because the kaijus, they're not not created. They're kind of created from this red dust. That starts to accumulate everywhere. Yeah. Kind of like the mist. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, that's actually a really good, like, parallel to it, the mist, because the whole point of the mist was like this other dimension bleeding into our world. 
And that's kind of what's happening yeah. here. Like it's a separate dimension or like a culmination of separate dimensions because they kind of play into this multiverse thing. Everyone's all about these multiverses. Um, they play into yeah. this multiverse thing oh and it's kind of like the red dust and this this material that they found, the archetype, is what's creating these creatures, whether it's, you know, on purpose or not, it never really truly figured out. But, you know, it's yeah. kind of like this repeated history, alternate timelines, keep going sort of thing. And then these yeah. kaiju are bleeding into our world from this red dust, which is also and it's, a byproduct of this dimensional. Thing. When they start to stack and spiral, they all try to get to the source and dominate each other. Yeah. And that's the way they were trying to explain it. It's like, it's like Kang, the conqueror met Godzilla and that's all happening. And it's like Kang literally like kicked in that dimension. There was like, you, follow my idea okay (laughs) and and it's it's okay because again they try to make it make sense and if you if you buy into it it's it works just buy into it because other than if you try to figure it out it doesn't work because what all right um if i understand the end i mean did you follow the 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 climax with the sciency part so <laughs> because it, it from what it seems is they had the answer the whole time it was inside jet jaguar pp okay the hang on because that's not gonna make any sense to anyone so that's exactly the point though <laughs> okay so <laughs> let's preface this so obviously i think this goes down saying at this point but we're gonna be talking a lot of spoilers <laughs> oh yeah um, spoiler spoiler warning guys but so essentially what is happening is they create this universe's version of the oxygen bomb it literally looks like the oxygen bomb yeah which was called the orthogonal orthogonal diagonalizer which is the most <laughs> anime science name i've ever heard in my life orthogonal <laughs> diagonalizer um and for it so what this thing does is whenever they fire it off into this red dust it explodes and it creates these like crystalline structures that kind of just shoot out in all directions um this is how they're supposed to stop the red dust yeah it looked really cool um yeah and it's how it's supposed to stop the red dust so the final one when godzilla is finally doing its thing they're trying to figure out a code to activate it properly to properly counter the red dust permanently like it's a very unstable reaction so it doesn't permanently fix the red dust it kind of just crumbles away after a little bit um and we find out that these ais so yun you know gintama has been creating ais he gives one to the girl may and then also uses one himself that he eventually puts into jet jaguar this thing has been apparently so (laughs) i'm trying to explain this i'm like there's another layer to this there's another layer to it how about yeah (laughs) Um, How about the AI voice for for Jet Jaguar the entire freaking movie? (laughs) Yeah, so Uh, essentially, since we're dealing with this multiverse thing, we're dealing with this multidimensional timeline kind of thing, the future is the past, the past is the future, cyclical timeline stuff. Um, Yeah. uh, Basically, it it comes down to, if anyone's ever seen Doctor Who, think that kind of logic. That's what we're working with here. Time is cyclical. There's all kinds of multiple versions of it. If you've ever seen, like, the Doctor Who crossovers with, like, David Tennant and Matt Smith... There's a scene yeah. where he takes an algorithm, David Tennant, puts it in his screwdriver, and then 
Matt Smith automatically has it because he's 500 years in the future, technically. So this, exactly. this is the kind of stuff we're working with here. The AIs eventually find a computer in one of these singular points that lets them see all of time and all of these branches and everything. So when it's inside of there, it uses this time reciprocation where it can duplicate time and keep doing all these things to where it ran this program so many times it found the perfect code that was needed. And this imported itself into Jet Jaguar. It just had like a memory wipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much it how it's solved. Um, and, and, it, and it went back to like primitive intelligence and then caught up in like a minute and a half for n- reasons. Because so. the whole thing is... I don't oh, know yeah, if you yeah, remember no, the I experiment. I mean, I'm not saying this makes sense. This is how they explain it. <laughs> um, they have this cube, right? It's kind of like, not really a cube. It's more like a trapezoid, 3D trapezoid kind of thing. Hexagonal, whatchamahoosit, not a hexagon, but it's a rhombus. <laughs> um, and they put a beam of light in that kind of swirls around and gets brighter and brighter until it pops. This structure oh, pops. Oh, yeah, that was called, that's called archetype. That was the, the synthetic material yeah. they created. Yeah, the structure was yeah. called the archetype. It's it's the base. There's a bunch of different forms of it, kind of like, think of it like right. water in vapor, smoke, you know, vapor, ice, yeah. liquid, that kind of thing. So, yeah, th- that experiment was actually pretty cool. Because yeah, they, they, and they, I think it really helped get yeah, the point that they were trying to go for, even though it didn't really, again, make sense. But that showed that within this archetype and within the singular point, the way time works, they can speed it up and use multiple tracks of it at once if they needed to and i think that's kind of what was happening with the ai to work out this algorithm yeah i mean i get it it's and that's the point it's like you have to you have to believe into the science to really get to the movie to to bring that movie back in because otherwise if you're lost with the science give up because for some reason they made this 13 episodes of science yeah like how did you feel about the pacing overall since we're talking about that I didn't want to really start to get into the the my negatives because I want to really get into what I liked about the movie. Well, I let's did start. Like with, let's get the negative out of the way and we'll end on a high note. <laughs> so, all right, pacing was brutal, especially when they couldn't decide how they wanted to tell their own story. Like it wasn't so much that they were out of order because you know you could follow it, but when it when it when it comes to the key. Uh, to the key moments in the story, they introduce characters constantly with partial storylines, and then those are so thinly threaded that by the time you get to the ending, all of those connections were just drawn out because of the science. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the story itself meant nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like it didn't affect it, anything. It was the literally villain. almost like the science had its own character and everyone else was supplemental to that. You know what I mean? So, Right. So here's what here's what I'll get into. So my 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 biggest problem with this story with with this whole thing is the the writer. When I was doing the research, I I learned that the writer of this Toenjo is the writer. Yeah, he's not a movie writer. He's a science mathematician, something like that. If I'm right, whatever he is, he's not solely a, a movie writer, script writer. So what they did was take an idea for a science fiction movie, a great one, that could have been any monster at all, any one, and they shoehorned Godzilla in there so hard and so badly that every moment that they have science in there, especially when they literally show 
a minute and a half of dialogue through a phone. Yeah. They they show this screen that you're seeing the phone screen with the dialogue that they're speaking communicating about the science. Who could have traded every single one of those moments for a kaiju fight? And it wouldn't and had the fucking dialogue over that. You know what I mean? Like I'm and, I want to know how they read those texts so fast. Like that was I don't know like I think I like nine texts in half a second. Like, how did you the read that fast? The they're, they're predictive texting each other. So it's I like, guess. I don't know. It was crazy. Um, but ultimately, my, my point is, like, this is a great science fiction movie that was that Godzilla got shoehorned into. And the one quote from the writer that, that infuriates me the most, I even, I, I ranted on it on the phone. I was going to send it to you, but I saved it for this. The writer literally said that I... The, the the studio wanted them to put Godzilla and the kaiju in it more, but they didn't want to because he thought that the people, the people who came to see a show called Godzilla would get bored of seeing Godzilla for six episodes or maybe three episodes consecutively, oh literally from the writer of this thing and that and that that right there solidified my stance on this this is no longer my my biased opinion this is the truth the writer did not want godzilla in the movie come on yeah <laughs> i didn't know that um <laughs> yeah yeah Oh Lord, yeah, Peacemaker. It's literally Techno Babble the series. That is a, the perfect log line to give this show. Techno Babble the yeah. series. Um, yeah, that's wild. I didn't know that. Um, I'm telling you, bro. I, I wanted to send it to you, but I needed to drop it on live and I, see what your reaction. Was. Yeah, I mean, so here's here's my thing with Godzilla. Right, the entire point is this series started as a propaganda film. It's literally a propaganda film, and some of my favorite iterations of Godzilla were used in ways that they represent Godzilla represented something like, yes, it's a giant lizard stomping through the, the city, but it represented something or the movie itself tried to achieve something. I feel like I want to just, I want to assume positive intent and that's what they meant where like people are enjoying, you know, they come to Godzilla for these messages, these metaphors, these, these, evaluations on society and what's going on that kind of thing i'm gonna assume that's what they meant and again i'm gonna positive intent but yeah that's that sounds bad when it's like yes no people come to godzilla to watch big monsters slap each other um and i get it i really do like i said like shin godzilla is one of my favorite godzilla movies ever the entire point of that was to dissect how the Japanese government handles natural disasters. At that time, you were looking at things like, you know, the Fukushima plants, the earthquakes, the tidal waves, all that kind of stuff. Um, this, I feel like, doesn't have as relevant of an anchor into, into like, current events that I know of anyway. I mean, we got, like, the Hadron Collider, but I don't know what that has to do with timey-wimey nonsense. Um, yeah, it's... I would like to think they didn't think like, oh, I'm going to make a Godzilla film. I just, no one wants to watch a Godzilla series. <laughs> you know what I mean? That sounds a little crazy to me. So I, I don't know. Did, are you in the shadow realm again? Oh, he went to the shadow realm. Okay. But yeah, that's how, that's how I'm going to look at it. Positive intent. 
maybe the quote was just taken incorrectly. So I think you went to the shadow realm for that entire rant. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, I was banished to the shadow realm. I missed, I missed your whole spiel. Okay. Long story short, re- yeah. recap my five minute rant there. I'm going to assume positive intent because they just wanted to create in a way that Godzilla has been used before, like a, a commentary on society, current events, whatever. That's what I'm going to assume that quote is not screw Godzilla. Fuck you guys. <laughs> okay. Because okay. like, 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 like I was saying, some of the best Godzilla films, some of my favorite ones, like the whole series started as a propaganda film. And then from there, it's been used multiple times as commentaries, things like that. Shin Godzilla was, you know, the, the commentary on how the Japanese government handles natural disasters and stuff like that. So I'm going to assume right. that's what they meant. They, you know, okay. this series is for the people that came for that kind of thing. And in that case, yes, I absolutely get that. And it's also cool to have that variety in the series when we have so many pieces of Godzilla going on. Because Godzilla's big again, right? Like, we had, ever since the monster, the legendary MonsterVerse has come out, yeah. Godzilla's back in the spotlight, I feel like. I mean, it kind of started with right. Shin Godzilla, but, like, 2014 really kind of kick-started that after Final Wars. Um, I agree. So having this variety of, like, the socio-commentary kind of Godzilla, and then we also have the monkey and lizard slapping each other with big <laughs> things. Um, I, yeah. I like that having that option. Like, that's the whole point of Godzilla. That's what makes this franchise so fantastic. It can fit into both the WrestleMania and also the documentary. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's so great about Godzilla. I just, yeah, that's not a great quote. <laughs> that's, that's not exactly what Godzilla fans want to hear from the person creating a series that, like, again, I think the animes have left kind of a bad taste in people's mouth. So, yeah. Overall. I mean, legit, bro. The when I Even when I heard it, the... the, the the doc, the documenter was even trying to make it sound positive. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, I can't, I can't. So yeah. Anything else? I can just again. Let's focus on the positives because the negatives are just too much, too much science, not enough big G. I boiled down. So boiled down. To for it to the, be promoted as it was. In the, so, and did, so here's the thing I didn't see a lot about this show and I, I could have been just like ignorantly unaware like it subconsciously not it not ignorant that's not the word I'm looking for subconsciously like avoiding things because I like yeah I mean more true. than most series I like going into Godzilla with as little knowledge as possible because um, I feel right. like there's a, a big thing you know we were talking about trailers kind of spoiling things when we were talking when we yeah. had Gem on <laughs> I feel like Godzilla yeah. is like the king of that king of the monsters king of the spoils you know what i'm saying like we knew about okay. mecha godzilla from the trailer we knew about it you know from the toys before that but like we knew about mecha godzilla from the trailer alone that was supposed to be a big reveal so you know that kind of thing um right it's, it's i just like i didn't i don't even remember a lot of marketing for this show honestly but i mean my I just thing is the like yeah. i'm okay with smaller kaiju i i'm i am okay with it but okay to me, that's not a kaiju. That's a kaijin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I also okay. like there's certain ones like the the swarm of Rodans coming around was cool. I thought that was really cool. Um, right. But when you have a mini boss like Angerus, I was like, <laughs> it's yeah. I, it's just it's not like it doesn't hit as hard. Like, yes, he was pretty big. Angerus is pretty big. Um, but 
like Godzilla is multiple times larger. <laughs> yeah. Like multiple digits times larger. So, and I get he's supposed to be the metaphor for this catastrophe, this end world thing. But yeah, my one thing is I wish they were a little bit more. Like, again, there's some monsters I think tailored to that. Like the, uh, the, the Kamunga, the spiders. I think they worked really well. How cool, Oy. speaking of positive, how cool was it that Hidora was living inside of these spiders? Yeah, so again, the Easter eggs are one of the best parts of this whole thing. The Easter eggs that are littered everywhere, bro. That's so dope that you can go and, and pick out the Easter eggs. Hidora, uh, who's the other one? Um, oh my God, Mothra. there were so many. Mothra was teased like, what, 45 times? <laughs> like, yeah, there's just like a moth like, flying around and you're like, that that's Mothra, isn't it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah no legit at, at the, the the given that they were smaller i think it, it i don't know it, it it helped it helped so that the the people didn't seem so insignificant because yeah. if it, if it were that then it would be even worse yeah they did like, they can get definitely like people can definitely get lost with that when they're like the giant monsters so yeah yeah it did help but i think i think that's the only reason because otherwise it just did yeah why yeah why <laughs> Um, plot wise, forget the plot. Um, the the design for for the I was trying to figure out what that one beast was that was chasing them in the archetype place. The one that was destroyed. That was a completely new monster for this. Was it? Yes. Okay, that's I, Salunga. I Salunga is a completely new design for the show. Um, you're talking about the one that was like controlling the smoke, right? Like a blue thing, right? Yeah, it was like a blue thing with one horn. <laughs> tearing the place yeah, open. Yeah. 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 They were trying to like keep it down the whole time. Uh um, thing. Yeah, it's a completely new monster for the series. It it definitely established itself when it got pierced by those things and it just kept growling. Like, yeah, and it just kind of like <laughs> Dante's off them. <laughs> like when I get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and like I was thinking about it too. Like it reminded me a lot of um the uh what's the Titan's name? It starts with a Y, I think. The little one that would always, it, you know, when they're on the, the tower and the Beast Titan first shows up, there's the little Titan that is with them and kind of like fighting the off the Titans. Titan. The Jaw Titan. Right? Yeah, it's like the first Jaw Titan before it switches over to the other guy. Um, Ymir, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of got vibes of that and I thought it was really cool and I think if they keep this monster around, it would be cool to keep them smaller, maybe, you know, bigger compared to everyone else, but like, right. compared to this version, but like smaller compared to everyone and just have them be like, Nergagante and just be a monster that like ravages the other monsters and just be an annoying gnat the whole time because that's kind of the vibe I got um, was like this thing is a problem and if it yeah. gets to the other stuff it's going to be a big problem <laughs> and I like I like that it had a singular focus like it, it yeah obviously like it's, I'm getting to you I don't know what you are yeah. but I'm getting to you <laughs> it was it was done well for them but it, it, again it's, it's something that even then they didn't really engage and that's kind of a dope thing like they didn't come up with like a home alone trap for it they just had they had one resolve and they were like well if, if this doesn't work then we're screwed yeah. you know like i like that um but it was that one um another one of the not not um was it baron bargon baragon 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 was on a phone case apparently there's a lot of things like that where you'll see they, they get like cameos yeah. and Easter eggs like that, like you were saying. Yeah, Baragon was yeah. <clears throat> on a phone case, and then at the end we got a really cool. I don't know if you watched it after the credits, but we got a really cool yeah. like super bone style version of like the entire Heisei and Millennium era, and that yeah. was really sick. 
it was a I really mean, well like, done art with like it had everyone from like the Heisei and Millennium Era. I like I like again the Easter eggs are the best part of this <clears> for for just what they are. They're yeah. awesome. They even have a bunch of the actors like in, in the in the end credits, like from the movies, the, all the all the yep. each still has like a bunch of things from the movies that are pulled into there. Just dope. Even even they even uh reference Zilla in the the uh Yeah, Godzuki. Yeah. yeah, Godzuki yeah. I thought that was okay. great. I was confused what the skull was. I'm assuming so I there's a skull that apparently is producing this this track of music that they found, and it's very clearly a Godzilla skeleton of some. It's kind. a whole skeleton. It's a whole skeleton, but yeah. they end up taking just the head, like it's hooked up to the head, and this thing is producing the song apparently. Yeah. Um, and then at the very end, yeah. you see them building Kiryu around it, obviously. So I can only assume it was either a previous timeline Godzilla because of all this timey noiminess. Um, a previous timeline Godzilla, or it was one, or it's like the future version of the dead Godzilla that they defeat. So I'd be curious. Ooh. It very much sets up a season two. Like there's definitely going to be a season two. Um, so and I'm again, curious how? where they go with that. What are they? What else are they going to do? On, unless it just boils down to giant kaiju. Fight. I mean, this I one think- is 100% going to be let's defeat Mecha Godzilla and whatever these other dudes are up to because clearly they're not cool. <laughs> no yeah absolutely and and again it took but it it shouldn't have taken 13 episodes for that you this didn't take 13 episodes it didn't take 13 episodes <laughs> like i was really oh confused my on my biggest so jet jaguar like i said is the focal point of the good guys quote unquote the you know good guys the the, the ai right? yeah it's yeah. the ai and then the robot you know it starts off as a mech and then they put the ai and it, it starts doing its own thing um yeah at Jet Jaguar is fairly small. Jet Jaguar is maybe like, I don't know, 15, 20 feet tall tops. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, when it gets this whatever PP, young AI PP thing, it just grows to the same size as Godzilla and has a really cool moment where it boots Godzilla in the mouth because <laughs> it's about to atomic breath. But like, I didn't understand how we just created mass like that. I assumed it sucked in the red dust or something. But like I didn't understand how it created that much mass. Because it's the future form of itself. It's 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 invincible because So it just it, like invoked it, like Susanoo yeah, the future onto itself. The, <laughs> the red dust generated the future form and it, it, it didn't even do the pose. I wanted it to do the pose and then grow. But it didn't. I don't know but. if they can do the pose anymore. Like this was very clearly like a Subaraya thing, and then I think that's right. why they stopped using Jet Jaguar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, it, 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 it was also a fan creation, but that's a whole other thing. I, I don't know. This, the, I like that it became Zhao Yun. Yeah. When it had the spear. Yeah. So they, it, they destroyed, <laughs> they beat Angerus, right? And they broke off one of the, the horns of Angerus at some point and they strap it to a pole and Jet Jaguar starts swinging it around. <laughs> Do they give it literally, they call it the spear protocol. It's the Dynasty Warriors. He became, yeah. he became and then, yeah. like, and Dr. O, or whatever, Mr. O, like, teaches him how to be, like, a kabuki Mr. artist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Otaki. Otaki was a weird character. I he couldn't tell if he was blind. Character. I, thought he, I thought he was blind the entire time because his, his pupils no, were never he's drawn. He's just in. a weirdo. <laughs> Is this dude blind? Because that's badass. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to let it go. He's just a weirdo. <laughs> but him and the other old guy, when they, ta- when they fought... um. Oh my God, what was the beast that came? Ang- the first time they fought Angerus. Oh, uh, 
remind me, did he have that ability in the movie with the scales? No, that's something for this. So Angerus has this ability. um, You can explain it. Yeah, he has this like shimmer ability from his scales. And apparently it's that he can see the whatever projectile is coming. He can see the future, essentially, like a couple. He is like precognition. From these they scales. describe it as him having precognition, yeah. yeah, from the scales. So that so any bullet that's fired at him, the scales move in the way. Bought my camera, uh, move in the way to to block it. Mm-hmm. So shooting him is pointless. But these two old guys, they're like, well, okay, so we're just gonna hop in Jet Jaguar or this truck. I can't remember. Oh no, it's it the was truck at that point. <laughs> and Jet Jaguar, yeah. So either way, they both managed to to rush Angaris, and they're they don't they know that they're just whatever a wing and a prayer they have this bazooka arrowhead like, it's literally a pi- uh, uh, pile bunker that's what it is pile bunker bazooka arrowhead that they shove into like the neck area and explodes <laughs> and it's clearly dead it's clearly dead like they draw it dead <laughs> yeah it resurrects because it regenerates or whatever they they did like i don't know a lot of it is 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 about to do with the red dust that changes them and, and, yeah. and bar- they get bigger exponentially because of this that's why they that's why angry starts small and then they built this cage for it then the next time you see it it's like twice the size it was yeah. and the cage isn't going to work that's why they had to fucking kill it like <laughs> and again it, it, it's it's it was fun to see them. The Rodan, the first Rodan they showed had a had a different um design than the rest of them. Yeah. Because of the red dust, it adapted or whatever whatever the yeah. red dust did to them. Kind of, they started just like dropping dead. And it was like a yeah. you know, not a, not used to the environment kind of thing. Um that's but how then it there was that yeah. huge one that showed up towards the end, which I was like, right. Oh, this is Rodan. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Rodan. That's yeah. Rodan. And then he got cooked two seconds later. Um yeah. but I, I mean it Okay. I, well, go ahead. We're building there. I know no, where we're going. No, I was gonna, I was gonna go <laughs> off into G-Man himself, but that'll be a whole thing. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's gonna be it. Um, I, I think in terms of the rest of the kaiju they showed, um, the the serpents weren't utilized well. I Mandos. forget which one that is. Yeah, Mandos weren't utilized well. This even the fucking spiders. I hate them. But they should have done a little bit more with the possible Hidora clue because that could have been a whole different problem. Yeah, but. Um, I thought it was a really cool thing, though. Honestly, dope, dope as hell. Just not, not enough. You know, like they push the science stuff. You should have pushed that other stuff more. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you could have literally had like a King of the Monsters or or Final War situation here with the techno battle. <laughs> but yeah, I'm hoping so, with season two. Obviously, there's some kind of issue where this isn't really going to be stopped. We're probably going to get Godzilla back or some form of Godzilla. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm hoping we get more there. of you know, like you were saying, the red dust helps them grow. You know, makes their monsters grow. Um, yeah, it's Rita. Yeah, the red, the, dust, the red is dust is Rita. That's, that's the the moral of the story. Rita Repulsa, <laughs> red dust, boom. Saved She's it. just there. Rita is the archetype. <laughs> um, I mean, red clay, red dust. That's all I'm saying. Just, There's something here. It's, it's, it's a bunch of Zed grenades that he's just constantly. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the like clay worker dude is just like in a sweatshop somewhere. <laughs> oh God! I'm trying. Right I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> How many more rodents do you need? <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, I I hope we get more like 
kaiju-sized things. Because clearly they were getting bigger and bigger, you know what I mean? And there's clearly yeah. multiples. So hopefully the next Angerus we see is like closer to Godzilla size, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Which I'm assuming, again, I'm assuming there's multiple of each one since we had like the swarms of Rodans, the multiple Mondas, the, you know, all this kind of stuff. They kind of turned the kaiju names into a species. Um, yeah. So, well, we'll see. They, but they, they even broke down naming it, right? Like, what was Rodan Ro- Radiation? I, yeah. I something like that. Radio, I, radio, something. I yeah, they honest, broke like down the, the first naming. like six episodes, I was drifting in and out a little bit. This, as soon as the techno babble began, man, I had to. But like, I was like, so here, here's my thing before we get on to like the main man himself, the techno babble, I like, this is where I'm kind of conflicted. Cause like, and I think I, I don't know if it's like Stockholm syndrome or what, but like (laughs) by like seven or eight, so I had to, I had start watched up to like eight and then I had to go back to like six and then watch forward again. Cause that's really when I powered, I powered through the whole thing. I started it like two weeks ago and then we said we were going to watch it. So I was like, I'll finish it. And I'd like kind of forgot what was going on. Um, (laughs) so I found myself like when I started at six and I was like, okay, yeah, there's that weird timey wimey thing going on with the th- whatever's and like the experiment. And then like, yeah. as they kept going, I was like, I really wanted to know, like I was reading it and like trying very hard to follow it and like, and not because exactly. I mean, it was difficult to follow, but like I was putting effort into trying to understand this because I wanted to understand it. And like, right. I was trying so hard and like, I kind of get it. And like, there's definitely some cool concepts there. I just I don't I don't know how well it landed. That's kind of my thing. Um, Again, if you if you weren't one hundred percent buying into the science, you, it, like us, you were okay. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I I just I don't know. Like I'm very conflicted about it because I don't know like if I actually liked it and thought it was kind of cool and like trippy right. and like a cool little play on time, or if I was just kind of like it's Godzilla. So here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like forgiving it just because of the sake you get you had a bit of godzilla and that's kind of where i'm sticking to it this is this was a shoehorn godzilla project that they slapped the name on to sell it but it's more of a jet jaguar flick featuring godzilla i mean i think we just needed more things named orthogonal diagonalizer in my opinion oh yeah no more more pointless names like the ridiculous absurd sci-fi names that's what we needed (laughs) this this uh this this rectangular dialer thingy the rectangular <laughs> dialator messenger <laughs> but i mean yeah legit uh, but let's let's uh since shin godzilla this i've noticed this idea of it sounds like a bingo the, move <laughs> this uh this um the metamorphosis that big g goes through yeah. in all his movies is I'm appreciating it, but I I don't want to see it always be a thing. Yeah. Um. But I, this one they did pretty good with distinguishing the forms and a believable escalation of each, like the evolution that he's undergoing due to Rita, the Red Mist, um, Red Dust. He he changes four times, three or four. Four. Uh, I think there's technically four, but I only remember three. So there's the first one we see. Uh, do you think we can get pictures on the Discord? Yeah, I can pull them. Um, all right. So I'll introduce the first one. Um, the first one we have, we meet, is uh, called Godzilla Aqualitis. Um, the Aqualitis, it just looks like. Now, uh, uh, the one dope thing is that these are all homages to other monsters, too. Um, I forget which one. 
Aquilitis's um, Easter egging, but I mean, to Aqualitis, me, I thought it was Aquamother, but I don't know if that was really what they were going for. I can't hold on. I'll find it because I I know there's a bunch of them that were referenced there. Uh, yeah, I think I found it right here. Uh, the 1975 monster uh, doesn't have the name anywhere, but it looked like a a, a tall fin with another tail with another fin on its tail. I found the perfect uh, picture. That one. <laughs> I will pull it up in a second. Uh... Okay. But anyway, so Godzilla Aquilitis is the first form. We find it in the water when it, it breaks through, and we you can really... <laughs> Big boy. <laughs> so this is the forms. You get the fish. Right. You get the, what the hell is this thing? You get the snake thing, and then you get the thick boy. Right. So the best thing is like it's it's like a frog, where it goes through the, the fish form, amphibious form, and then on the legs. Yeah. The the fish has like the primitive hands, the aqualitis form. It's the most different looking, and I dig it because you could see the hints of Godzilla, like the spines on its back. Mm-hmm. They're tiny, and they have the the vague shape to it. But that's you could see where it's gonna go. Yeah, I think I can't remember what the next one is. Next one was the kind of like the weird in between that was like the tadpole with legs yeah. looking guy. Yeah, what the hell is that thing? Yeah, what yeah. the hell is the thing? It's the tadpole with legs. That's what it is. Nothing, nothing too much happens in these forms. I mean, no, they, they because uh, the first, so you get the fish, you get a decent shot of the fish, and then mm-hmm. like the next two are kind of just draped in like disgusting amounts of particle effects. With that is the smoke. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you don't really see them that well, um, especially the the like in between one between the fish and the snake thing. Um, you don't really see them that well, and especially since it's kind of red, and then like the smoke is red, you really just see like the spines in the face most of the time. Um, yeah. it's yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the in between form, and then the yeah. the next one up is kind of my my sentimental favorite because it's it's so different looking yet familiar. Like you could definitely see where Godzilla is gonna come from it, but I wouldn't mind seeing like most of a movie with this form. You know what I mean? Implying that we're the snake like, form? Godzilla the final. Yeah, I think the snake thing could carry a good, a good story because it, it has enough Godzilla in it. Like what I would, you know, what I, you know, make the story about Godzilla wanting to evolve. You know what I mean? Had to evolve to yeah. fight whatever X Y Z, and the only way it does that is to fight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Anyway, but point is, is that I like I like that form, and it's just the attack too. It has um, it doesn't quite have the atomic breath yet. It has. It has a flame. It had the flame breath in the previous form. Yeah. It the so the base form, the base land form, I should say. Let's go with that. Um, kind of has like the Shin Godzilla breath thing going on, where like it just spews yeah. out gas, and then that ignites, and then it kind of just like rips that yeah. around the city. It was kind of cool, actually. I I dig that. Um, and then after that, they use this like ring effect, which is a really cool effect, actually. Um. And like the the weird snake one just kind of like fire smoke these atomic rings at things and then they just kind of like burst. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's dope. that's how he takes out Rodan. <laughs> yep. Um, how do you feel about the final final form, the Thick Boy? Godzilla Ultima. Thick Boy is always my favorite. Uh, for some reason, I like I like the 
the walking shit break Zilla. It's just uh, something about it just intimidates me. And I'm like, yeah, that that's Godzilla. Um, but it had it it was basically Shin 2.0. So without without the <laughs> without the arms. Yeah. Um I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't like a lot of these designs. <laughs> No, I mean no. again, it's it's like, not it's not to say that it's great. It's just if you gotta appreciate it for what it is, I like that's what I take from. I like this render of Ultima Godzilla. Um uh-huh. in the show itself though, I really didn't like Godzilla's head. Um it was too too wide. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird. Like the bottom jaw is very wide and then like the head is kind of compressed. It it does look very snake like and he, the way he even opens its mouth is very snake life. Um, yeah, but can it create a human hybrid army from its tail? It cannot, and we will never actually get <laughs> that because Toho decided to just cancel Shin Godzilla 2. So, <laughs> I, I still have to figure out who we need to like yell at about that, but well, that's we need, tomorrow's problem. We need to make it ourselves. That's the yeah, truth. we'll have to make it ourselves. We do it ourselves. Uh, Hideaki Ano, <laughs> I am available. You can hire me, just shoot me a text, hit me up on Twitter. We will take care of Shin Godzilla 2. We'll be fine. Yep. I know you're watching. We're just gonna need. A, I know you're watching. We're gonna need a lot of money for Legos. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I like the fish form a lot. I really do. Um. And then I really did not like the snake thing form. I really didn't. Yeah. When it was on screen, like again, that render looks pretty cool. But like when it's on screen, I thought it looked so dumb. <laughs> it's it's derpy looking, but it's also so like derpy. because. Because of that vapid look, you can't tell what's going on, and you're you're like, okay, like, what is this thing gonna do? Yeah. Like for me, for me, that's how I took it, and it's called a Godzilla Terrestris. Terrestris. That's what's up, Ken? How you doing, dude? Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. Like, I see. Like I said, I like the body of Ultima Godzilla a lot. I really do because I'm a huge fan of the Heisei era. I love the thick thighs of the Gojis from the Heisei era. Um, yeah, this harkens back to that. You know, the there was definitely some, like you said, some Shin vibes, especially with the snake thing one because it had that super long tail. Um, yeah, and I mean, I think this one still has a pretty long tail, but I feel like it got a little shorter when it beefed out. Um, I just like I don't know something about it just didn't sit right. Like it was kind of too cartoony looking. Um, for it to be intimidating, but it I warmed up to it a little bit by the end of the show, at least the, the ultimate one. I really don't yeah. like the snaggle teeth, honestly. The two snaggle teeth on the side, I really don't like those. But isn't that an homage to the old school one? I mean, kind of, but not really. Like the older ones didn't have them like they're like these two are like out like 90 degree angles perpendicular to its yeah. head. The old ones, it just kind of had fangs that would hang over its lower jaw. Yeah. Um, so I, it is. It is. I just don't like the the way that they homage it. If that's the case, if that's what they were going for, um, probably. But yeah, this is definitely very like Shin vibe when it comes to the whole evolution thing, and especially the red mist and everything too. Um, yeah, yeah. There was some hard Shin vibes. So I, overall, I don't hate it. It's not my least favorite design. I just like there's definitely well, like Godzilla Earth is definitely way worse. I'm always going to compare it to the other anime series. Godzilla Earth is way way worse. Giant, massive, chunky boy. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, at least this one did stuff, like kind of. Yeah, 
a little bit <laughs> it still kind of just stood around an atomic breath and everything but like if i was godzilla that's what i would do i would just atomic breath everything i'm not gonna run over to you what are you talking no. about why would i run when i can laser you from across the the city like <laughs> actually no i will come over to you whilst i laser in the opposite direction <laughs> right you just fly with the laser two for one special um it's yeah it eh, eh. i don't eh. know like the godzilla eh. don't get me started on godzilla earth <laughs> yeah. but like this is fine it's unoffensive i do like aspects of it i just like i said the, the head is pretty much but how does it compare to the sequel series to the 2000s movie so the sequel series was cool it was very cool i i watched it a little bit i didn't get super into it at the time um i would I, this is a very different show it's very hard to compare it's like apples and oranges honestly to the like the godzilla animated series and this from like the 2002 yeah. or three, whatever but, that one came out. Um, yeah, they both mishandled Godzilla. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one thing. About but it. I think the 2000s animated series did better with the homages and things, and like repurposing, repurposing known creatures. Because um, mm. they, I, a lot of it also, you know, there wasn't this thick layer of like science babble on top of everything. I mean, there was, but you know, it wasn't. I mean, that, it yeah, wasn't anything was more a- than like a standard Godzilla fair. You know what I mean? So. I out of the three God, Godzilla things, I would say probably the animated series, then this, then the trilogy, the the movie trilogy, because the movie trilogy is hot poo poo. So mm-hmm. I just Blaming. I don't want to watch it. I like I pardon me wants to watch it again just to solidify that I hate them. <laughs> I, and that's I was gonna give this another go, like I was gonna watch the episodes again, but yeah. I got as soon as I started with the techno stuff, I'm like I can't, I yeah. can't. <laughs> How did you feel when Professor Lee died? When did she die? When did that happen? <laughs> because I'm sure she was there for one scene. Yep. And then we never and saw her again. Cut, and then she's just gone. And they're like, oh, she died. I was more upset, this- honestly, that the cat died than she died. That cat, cat got me hard. Like, okay. I get that they tried. Maybe they didn't because they wanted to keep it within a specific rating, but they didn't even like have a shadow of death. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they had the like reaction a- shot to the death. That's all they had. There wasn't even like a little spatter under her cheek. You know that anime thing going on. Nothing. 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 I would have taken a Rodan flying through her and her animating in half. That yep. would have been better. Just than like what the we silhouette. Got. <laughs> like the all black. Shing! <laughs> And then Rodan just like flies away. <laughs> Rodan strikes a pose and she explodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, but yeah. So her now. I I didn't. I, I'm not sure. Is the Mad Doctor alive or not? Apparently, he's alive, right? Because yeah, that's the, ending... the one at the end. Yeah. So throughout this whole thing, we find out there's a professor that was studying these singular points and predicting a Ashihara. catastrophe. Ashihara, is that his name? Ashihara, Ashihara. Um, this reminds Peacemaker of MGS4, where there's a lot of talking over PowerPoints about nonsense. Yeah, there's a lot of that, honestly. It's a lot of like looking at files while people are trying to figure things out. So, yes, do your it's very snake. much that. Do your best, Snake. Do your best, Snake. Big boss. <laughs> After the end of World War Two. After the end of World War Two. I'm just gonna drink the rest of this and then just gargle into the <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna get some rocks outside real quick and just gargle those and then we'll be there. Yeah. Alright, yeah. my bad. <laughs> I can't Solidus. Solidus, Nick. 
So what you mean to say is, and then how is how is Snake's dialogue? How is all my dialogue? Mostly just me repeating the question back of what I just heard. Because he's, like, he's literally Snake from Escape from New York and L.A. That's why. And I don't know if you've cool. ever seen those movies. We're going to get real off track oh for a second. God, yeah. Have you, you've yeah. seen those, right? We're like, of course, I don't yeah. understand what Kurt Russell's saying because he's goddamn whispering the whole time. He's like, he's talking out of one side of his mouth. I miss Snake. And now I will come back for you. And you're like, well, I'm sorry, what? Speak up. I'm sorry, what? Freedom. Freedom comes down to a basketball game. <laughs> I, will, I will get the president, and I will come back, and I will kill you. And uh, I just, before the timer runs out, and you're like, "What? What are you saying to me right now? What are you saying?" <laughs> he has a knife. He has a knife. Okay, let's just go with that. <laughs> what? If, oh my god. Anyway, Sorry. back to Ashihara. <laughs> yes, Ashihara. Um, so, so he's this dude man. researching everything, and he. They're trying to use him as like they're using his notes and everything to figure out what's going on. He's apparently the yeah. one who first discovered the signal, all this other kind of crazy stuff. Um, he just disappeared. He, he just, just disappears. Disappeared. Yeah. I mean, he's also like they said it was like 60 or 100 years old at this point. Um, and then he just like wandered up. That. Yeah, no, <laughs> they said at some point this like when he was researching, it was like 60 years ago. So uh-huh. he would have been about 100 at the time of this occurring. So so the the, the AI, mm-hmm. the Pelops, Pelops, Pelops two, um, yeah, yeah, Pelops two. She goes into the Matrix and finds him in the Matrix. Essentially, yeah. So Pelops two is the, one of the AIs that you developed. From what I gather yeah. with this, Pelops two enters the singularity because again, it's like math and magic and science kind of all coalescing. Singularity timeline, yeah. She's yeah. jumping through all that so, simultaneously. Essentially. You know, this author, uh, I was reading some stuff while you were talking about the author. They're very into, like, sci-fi with mathematic things, like you said. So, okay, essentially, they break down time into mathematic equations and algorithms. And obviously, an AI runs on mathematic algorithms. So, this AI is able to go into past, present, future, whatever times. And they end up splitting. There's even a scene where, like, a whole bunch of these AIs start popping up. And they kind of, like, go crazy for a second. And then, you know, come back together. And, like, we need to do this to save the world. So... This AI goes in back in time matrix thing. Forward in time. Forward in time. Forward goes forward, forward back in time. in time. They go back yes, to the future. Back. They go forward to the past, if you will. And it backwards. Backwards. In a boat. They they do a, a little pirouette spin and then just kind in of drive boat. and then they end up in the the future past, actually. Right. Um, and- Yes, future past, and then there is the doctor in the AI the future past matrix. <laughs> Neo and the X Men are having tea. You got are you this. Following with it? this storyline, <laughs> Neo and and Professor Charles Xavier are chilling. <laughs> Imagine if Neo walked into the architect, and then Morpheus slapped him on the ass, and then another architect walked through the door. Good game. Good that's, game, Jim. That's what we're working with here. <laughs> and it is it is in the white room now but you know the, what the they had a big doctor. horn gorilla thing stomping on the computer that they're inside so i'm okay with it <laughs> yeah. you know that's probably the whole thing it's all in your head it's all in my head man this this entire show is just a fever dream it didn't actually exist it was a, it. it was that's a it. it was a combined conscious fever dream that the entire society that has watched it has had the it isn't Rita. Time, it's just like a spiral on the screen. If someone it's else is walking into the room, the red dust are small mushrooms that everybody's breathing in constantly. Rita Repulsa made my monsters grow. <laughs> this is where we are now. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh 
where I wish where I was we? making this like analogy up. This is literally what happens in this show. <laughs> yeah. So they go forward, backward in time in a boat sideways because the AI makes it to the mad doctor who's a simulation of himself, but he's actually But he's still actually alive. himself kind of thing? I don't know. I think it's he's very much like you, you mentioned Kang the Conqueror. I think yeah, it's very much a Kang the Conqueror thing. I'm agreeing with that because yeah. it's it's one version of him that survives in this Matrix style place that she finally realizes that she's been the chosen one the whole time, and then that's what make Jet Jaguar grow. Yeah, and then it somehow he survived everything. Yep. I mean, Gintama survived a point blank atomic breath explosion. So yeah, yep. I'm I'm agreeing with this. That's I fine. mean, to be fair. Before he ate that atomic breath explosion, Jet Jaguar booted Godzilla in the mouth. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. What's what's 100 feet of distance going to do to the heat Listen, and radiation? Radiation only goes so far, okay? You didn't know about the 100-foot rule? It stops. The 100-foot right radiation like, rule. It's like, it's like a Donku. A Donku just... Gintama <laughs> right no. had a Donku. That's what it is. <laughs> Bakudo 99, that shit. Donku, fuck that. Radiation, my ass. The power of his nerd put up a wall. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Is the MC protection wall? That's what it was. That was that's that's what we call the Bakudo number plot armor. (laughs) (laughs) Bakudo plot armor. Oh my goodness! So that is literally the last two episodes of the show. That is the summation of what happened in the last two episodes. I just I wish I could make it up and make it make sense, but I can't. So they, they, they take the red dust. It's it's about the red dust. The, the catastrophe is about to happen. They figure out the 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 equation. Mm-hmm. Jet Jaguar henshins into its final form. Which doesn't look and any they, different, by the way. It's literally just no, bigger. It kind of it, it had like that warping effect like 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 the new form Vegeta has. Whatever that effect is that was coming off of it. That made it grow. And then it it ate a shot to the face. It blew off half of its it, face. Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla lets go one of his atomic breaths, and it literally dishes the at Jaguar's face. It just takes a just, chunk out of Jet Jaguar's head. <laughs> that was one of the dopest parts of their fight, but uh, but apparently that that was like it had to absorb the blast in order to make that happen. Is, I, I assumed it was right? the way. So. Again, I am piecing together what information we have. I assumed after it absorbed the red dust, it did whatever in its belly to that Uh. dust to change the state of it. Because like I said, there's 13 states to this archetype stuff. The red dust is one of them. So I'm assuming it changed whatever, you know, it started whatever reaction it needed for the catalyst to be Godzilla's breath. That's how I interpreted what happened. But it and then that interacted with whatever Jet Jaguar did with itself. Yeah. So once that. the energy hit Jet Jaguar's stomach, it created the the explosion and then the reaction that created the super crystals that finally stopped whatever. Right. I assumed they were essentially just the final form. You know, Jet Jaguar turned into the final form of this oxygen bomb thing that they've been using. The yeah, the oxygen octagonal diagonalizer or whatever it's called. <laughs> whatever that MacGuffin was. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that was. Which is still that, the that's... coolest name. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, it's not. It's so it's cool. Orthogonal, orthogonal diagonalizer. Orthogonal diagonalizer. Why? What, what does that do? Did... Orthogonal. <laughs> you come here, orthogonal, orthogonal diagonal. Orthogonal, come equation. to me. 
Pythagoras, you or, sit here. Orthogonal <laughs> diagonalizer Neville. <laughs> the second. The second. Because just because. All right. So we have all that at the end. We're getting a season two somehow. Prediction for the kaiju that might appear in that one. Mechagodzilla is obviously a given because we, right. you know, they were building Mechagodzilla at the end. Um, mm-hmm. I would assume they'd kind of use some of the other ones they didn't use. Uh, I, I would hope that they do kind of like a... Um, I would like they King Caesar Mothra. to come back if we're using people like Jet Jaguar. King Caesar should come back. Titanosaurus. Bring back like okay. the D-tier guys. I think that'd be great. I mean, I feel like Ghidorah is probably going to be a given. He's been done already. I know, twice. but like he's he's Godzilla's arch nemesis, arch nemesis. So I mean, that's I feel like that's going to be a given. Um, I would like to see Gigan. I think Gigan would be really cool in the style. Gigan. Gigan would be a cool one. That would That'd be, be cool. So Destroya, Destroya would be pretty sick too. You can't have Destroy. Then you have to end the show. The show. <laughs> I mean, Destroy is literally the red dust. So I don't know why they didn't just make that Destroy to begin with, but we're not going to go there. I, I think that's probably what they're getting to, which is the only reason they should have another season. But yep. that would be the end of it. You have Destroy and you end it because that's the antithesis of Godzilla. Like, mm, it's yeah. the whole point. But I, I would like to see that. I would like to see another version of Mothra, but maybe used differently. Yeah, um, I mean, it would kind of be cool to see if it was like a that particular Mothra isn't a byproduct like of the again. red dust. Like that was just something that was here, but like all the moths kind of come together and create like the real spiritual Mothra that we know, kind of thing. And, but I would like to see an evil Mothra. That Batra, you want to see Batra? Yes, that'd be yes. cool. Batra doesn't get enough love. I would, I'd be down for that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I don't, we will have to see, but I yeah. mean, ultimately. It was meh, meh, meh. <laughs> you could I, you could watch it, not watch it. It's not going to change your perspective on Godzilla. It's just going to be a thing. For me, it was vanilla ice cream with some fun toppings on it. <laughs> like you can try and spice it up as much as you want, but like the base product is just kind of meh, like you said. But there's some cool stuff there. There's some good stuff there. Overall, not the worst thing I've ever seen. Not the best thing I've ever seen. So I, it's solid. It's solid. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't not watch it again. I, it's going to be a minute before I watch it again, but I wouldn't not watch it again. Yeah, I'll check out the second season, but I'm not paying that much attention ever again. <laughs> <laughs> ever again. I may put the dub on and just let it rock. <laughs> Whatever I, translation. I mean, you your boy Johnny's in there. Apparently, I didn't listen to the dub, so I did. I did get the temptation to listen to it through the dub because let's be honest the netflix adaptations lately for their for at least their voice work has been pretty good yeah i mean yasuke you saw yasuke right that was good i did not see um, yasuke yes no you didn't see yasuke no, i started it and then i was like i need to actually watch this so i'm gonna pause yeah. this but i did start record ragnarok and that show is not good the powerpoint show that was great i think i could make that too <laughs> yeah that was that was not good it was I couldn't tell. At first, I thought they were homaging 80s, you know, 70s and 80s cartoons with the, you know, the speed racer type thing. Apparently, but, the manga is infinitely better. Um, uh, I just like the literally the better, first three episodes were like <laughs> one person takes a step. We cut to some other flashback. One person takes a step. We cut to some other flashback. I was like, can we just watch them fight? Oh, my goodness. No, 
Apparently not. <laughs> and then and it. Oh man, that bothered me so much that it was like I thought it was intentional, but it's budget. It's it's yeah. the fact that these these poor artists are being murdered. Yep. To 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 Literal get the shit done. <laughs> I I feel so bad. Yeah. And then we the fans are sit there and we we get this, and then we're mad. I know we're mad because it is not what they sh- they can do, but it's what is being done because of the situation. And until that changes, the what's it going to take for that to change? You yeah. know, like other than the companies doing a one eighty, and we're not going to if we start to boycott the stuff, it's counterproductive. You know, so the only thing we can do is you know keep keep putting the word out there for improvements and stuff like that. Because holy crap, man, regular Ragnarok could have been amazing should have been amazing and then when you see i don't know if you're up on the manga nope stuff but nope i stopped when uh zeus had his 10 minute intro song it literally went on for (laughs) 10 15 minutes i was like all right and so so the fight itself between he and adam are is actually really good when you take the fight um but again you have the moments in there where it's very choppy and very cut back and it's it really damages it really does and it's so sad to see it so sad because you have a counter another example is um chainsaw man the chainsaw man manga ended i think a little bit a couple months ago but the the anime just dropped that trailer and if you've seen the trailer trailer looks holy crap oh my goodness like if it's all um, that quality holy shit and i think because i think it's a i don't know I'm not even going to guess. It's either not a, a show or a miniseries, something like that, where it's longer mm. than usual. Gotcha. Um, but whatever it's going to be, it's phenomenal every frame, bro. And and that's the kind of thing that it's it's a good thing to see because it looks sexy. But it's it reminds you that that means they worked even harder yeah. on that. To it's get just it to like, look like I feel that. like Record of Ragnarok is stuck in like 2008 anime. Yeah. That's kind of the thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's very similar got, style, very similar like animation aesthetic, very similar like budget cutting kind of things. Which like I don't know why it did because a lot of Netflix anime has a lot of money to throw at it and looks really good. Like Baki is also a Netflix anime. Look how well yeah. that did. Look how great that looks. I mean, the first season is kind of you know whatever, <laughs> but they fixed it. They brought it back, and now it looks fantastic. Um, and even Baki has some of that, like still frame, just you know, focus on the shot sort of thing, because that's how the manga is drawn. But like, but that's that's periodically, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm like saying. Like, I feel because yeah. apparently the manga doesn't cut away nearly as much as re- as the anime for Record of Ragnarok does. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know what they were doing there. I don't know if that was a directorial choice or what. Um, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Netflix animes—they're no. very hit or miss. Most of yeah. them are pretty good. Some of them not. <laughs> I liked Yasuke. I did like Yasuke. I wanted to like it more. I heard a lot of people didn't, honestly. Yeah, because it's not great. But but I took <laughs> it for it's not great. It's not, but I took it for what it was, and I enjoyed it because it's like okay, if it's gonna be ridiculously mecha, stupid, not historically accurate, fine. Yeah, I heard it kind of turned into like yeah. Samurai Seven, where there's just like mecha it, and all that kind of stuff. It did. That's and cool. I mean, I'm down for that. I'm always down for that. You're always down for Mecca. So. Yeah, I'm always down for Mecca. You throw a samurai in, I'm absolutely game. So, so that's one. Yeah. Check out Yasuke. I think you're going to like it. But um, All right. we um, we have another one that I, I wanted to talk about for Technically Token. Okay. Um, Rom. 
Grom. Detective Grom. Mm-hmm. Detective Let me see Grom. if I can find a trailer. Yeah, I'll find a trailer and I'll put it up on the Discord. But uh, I, bro, it's uh, it's definitely not what I expected at all. Okay. It's. I'm gonna pull up here, but tell me about Gigabash then. So Gigabash, which we will hop into in a little bit here, um, Gigabash is an alpha test that I was able to um, get a code for, and there's only about 120 people or so. Uh, oh. Yeah, there's only about 120 people, so me and Hawk both got codes, and it's really cool. <laughs> it's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I love every second of it. There's so much love put into this game, and obviously being an alpha, there's some issues. Like, there's bugs and stuff like that. Like, when we were playing matches yesterday, like I said, you get into these Gigamax forms, and essentially there's big, scarier versions of your character, beefed up moves, bigger moves, that kind of thing. Um Okay. We were playing the... She's almost like Biolanti. Her name's Rohana. She looks almost like Biolanti. Um, oh. And her whole thing is she grows up real big and then she can kind of get this big like vine bat or like throw these spikes across the ground and she does like a big spike trail. Um, my character glitched out and had the gigaform versions of the moves but stayed uh-huh. smaller. So oh, I picked up the bat as Rohana and it's like five <laughs> times her body swinging this thing around and I thought it was amazing but there's That's goofy amazing. stuff like that, that. Is- and then like we were having some issues with connections I dropped out of a couple matches nothing ah. that can't be fixed this game's like a year away still so okay but what we played we played for about an hour or so oh my goodness it was so much yeah. fun there's more characters coming there's more stages coming and like I think if they could get a couple licensed things like we were talking about override as well override 2 which is the one that Ultraman's been in Okay. That game is cool when you have people to play with. Like the whole point of that game is the the kind of gimmicky combat to it is you can kind of megazord it to have four people playing at once. You each control a limb. Do it that way. When you only right. have like one or two people, the controls are a little wonky, a little weird, a little slippery. Um the fun definitely comes with people. And this being like a Power Stone party fighter kind of thing is is similar, but I feel like this holds up better when you're playing by yourself. Okay. So it's, I see. I'm very excited for this game. We're gonna try and get everyone in on this one. Okay. We're gonna get the gang I mean, together for this one. I'll play. So, That's dope. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this game, and we're gonna play a little bit more in just a little bit here. Um. So yeah, if you guys want to check that out, please stick around. Play yeah. some kaiju stuff. Here, here I put up. Uh, do, 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 do. Boom. All right. So let's try to do kind of a semi live here with this trailer here, because I saw I started watching this and. You know, I kind of, I always have a thing for Plague Doctors and Crows. So when I saw this, I was like, huh, is that like legit? I thought it was like a comedy, but this is, it, there's comedic moments, but okay. it's like a, a superhero movie. Okay. So check it out. Oh, let's see. It's called Major Grom, Plague Doctor. That's what he looks like. Yeah. That's that's how his, his character is portrayed. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. interesting, yeah. interesting. So yeah, we can definitely we'll check, check that out. I'm sure we'll need something to watch because I haven't even watched what we're watching tomorrow and I don't remember what it's called. So we'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. But that's I think that's about going to do it for us for here on Tokadon and Godzilla's singular point. I appreciate everyone hanging out, whether you're watching live or watching in the future times on any of the podcast things. Um, we really appreciate it. You can follow me at Kaiju Carl on 
if you're on Twitch, you know where to find me. But also on Twitter, um, this will go up on YouTube. I realized I didn't put up the one we did with Jam on YouTube yet, so I will put that up too, because <laughs> I am a terrible nice. human and multimedia manager. Um, future we'll prospects, don't listen to this episode. Go away. Um, we're good. <laughs> don't distract me. We're, we're yeah. just a fine. We're a good mess. So we're good. <laughs> we'll, I'll get that up too. Um, so there'll be double the episodes on YouTube. But this Thanks looks for going to go up soon. Um, and yeah. Like I said, hang out. We're going to be playing some Giga Bash. Yeah. Later, guys.